This episode is brought to you by the first annual Virtual Natural Average Mother Runner Half Marathon and 5K Run. Wow, what a mouthful, but that is exactly what's happening on November 14th through the 15th 2020. First of all, I am so happy to finally put this amazing event together. And I am even happier to join forces with the YWCA, Northeastern New York in Schenectady, New York, because a portion of the registration fees will be going to the YWCA. And if you've been following this podcast, and if you've been following me on Instagram, you know that I am all about women empowerment. And one of the missions of the YWCA Northeastern New York is to provide programs to empower women and girls. How amazing is that? And this run is purely for fun, and it's virtual, which means you can run it anywhere a trail, a path, on the road, and even on your treadmill, although I would not recommend that, but you have the choice to do so. So how do you do this? You go to the link in the episode notes to register for the race, and anyone 18 and over in the USA, including Puerto Rico, can register. And when you register, you can join the Facebook group for all racing participants. The link is in the registration website. And here you're going to get all the support, accountability, and any updates on the race. Now on race day, you have the weekend of November 14th through the 15th to complete the run. You get to choose your day. You can either run on Saturday or Sunday, and you get to choose the time. So finally, when you complete the run, you can submit your time on the race page. So what do you get? First of all, you get to give to an amazing cause, the YWCA. You get bragging rights that you participated in the first Not Your Average Mother Runner race. You get to finish a race, which is a huge accomplishment, and a free t-shirt. Now, for the ladies that are listening to this and thinking, oh my God, I can never do a 5K, I can never run, I have it on my bucket list, believe me, I've been there. And I am giving all women that register for the 5K race a huge discount to get trained by me and be part of the training group. Now here, you're gonna get tons of videos and information to help get you to finish a 5k and if you know me I love doing my videos and you're also going to get 24 7 email support from me so if you're like in the middle of the night stressing out and saying oh my god Lisa I don't think I can do this I'm going to email you back and tell you that you can you're also going to get nutritional support race strategy And we're also going to make this fun. We're going to have weekly challenges to win prizes. But of course, the most important part of this is that you're going to get amazing support and accountability by other women just like you. This is huge. Do not miss out. So once again, virtual, not your average mother runner half marathon and 5K happening on November 14th through the 15th. 2020. 
links in the episode notes to get more information and to register for the race, or you can go to the website at www.notyouraveragemotherrunner.com. There's so much goodness coming out for this event. Do not miss it. Welcome to Not Your Average Mother Runner podcast. My name is Lisa, and this is not just a podcast about running. This is a podcast to empower women through fitness and health and everything in between. Because let's be honest, ladies, this journey could suck if we don't get our shit together. Welcome back to Not Your Average Mother Runner podcast. I am your host, Lisa. Be sure to listen to the episodes on iTunes, Spotify, and iHeart. And we have a new episode. I don't know why I say we. It's just me. I have a new episode that's dropped every Wednesday. So if you subscribe to those platforms, you will be notified when the new episode is released. And also be sure to give me some love by giving me feedback and a review. So today I have Rachel Chamley. I hope I said that right. She is the owner of Your Time Now Coaching, and she is from Whitehaven, England, and she is a mindset coach. So welcome, Rachel. Hi. (laughs) Thanks for having me. I'm glad that you're here. We had a little conversation before we started, so it's not the first time we spoke. We had a little therapy session. But anyways, <laughs> Rachel, thank you again for being here. And I already said it when you came on first time. Um, I'm going to allow you to give people a little bit about your background. So I'm Rachel. I'm a spiritual mindset coach. I um, live in England. And I'm just quite from a normal small town. Grew up. Everything was, um, you know, quite standard. Got a normal job, worked my way up through corporate. Kept coming across feeling quite low in work, coming across horrible bosses, like the worst. Um, But just feeling like life was always a bit bland and wasn't meant to be that good. Um, I was married and... Yeah, just a, a normal life, really, background-wise. Nothing nothing out the norm. Always um, push myself to do a bit more. You know, uh, I would push myself to go to that next level in the company. Mm-hmm. There was always that cap. You know, I always had that. I could get to this point. but So I was a branch manager for a bank, but I never thought I could be, like, an area manager or, you know, there was, there was always this cap. And... Now I'm starting to unveil that there isn't a cap. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, so, so now you are a mindset coach. Yeah. Okay, so what is that? So mindset is literally everything um, in my world. But to somebody who doesn't know what that is, it's basically I focus on the law of attraction and trying to get people to align to what they are here to do or the life they're here to live. And with mindset, we've, 
we're brought up out of a place of love, but we're brought up with people giving us different beliefs and different ways of thinking that often puts us in a box when we grow up. So like I said, I had that cap and I had that belief that, you know, life just wasn't meant to be amazing. And everybody has these different beliefs that they need to shift to become who they're actually meant to be. We live in this conditioned world in a sense, and it's all meant to be very normal. So with mindset and mindset coaching, it's all about what can you break out of and how high can you go? Because it's limitless. Yeah. And I I feel like when you say that, and I, I remember when someone mentioned the mindset, it's interesting because you're right. We're put into this box and it's so hard to think how there's more outside. I mean, it's almost hard to even conceptualize in our brain (laughs) because we've been ingrained with this type of thinking of who we are, who we're meant to be. It's really hard to break out of that, Rachel. So you are very much needed in this world, but you mentioned spiritual. So Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so for me, that's how I started this journey, really. I started exploring my spiritual side. When I used to have problems, and not that I don't now, but (laughs) in the past when I had a problem or an issue, I wouldn't go to see a counsellor. I would go to see a tarot reader. I would crave them out. It was like that's where I needed to go. So every time I was in a low way, I needed a tarot reader. So every time I went to see them, they would say to me, oh, you've got this gift, you know, you could do this. Then I'd be, I'd be sat there thinking, people say this, but I don't know how. I don't, you know, I don't have the gift. I go home, I live my normal life. And as I did see one and he was starting up a development group. So I started going and attending that every week. And it was just basically a meditation group with a bit more spiritual stuff thrown in. So we'd learn a bit about tarot, we'd learn a bit about different things. But it just seemed like it seemed to open me up to more. When I did the meditation, and I find meditation really healing, when I did the meditation, it just seemed to break me past a little bit of a boundary each time. And that's what opened up the spiritual side. So when I talk about law of attraction and law of attraction is all about connecting into source energy, which to me is all the spiritual stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, source energy is angels, guides, whatever you want to call them. Mm -hmm. That's what it all is. And so I try and align my clients more to that side, get them into daily spiritual practices, things that are going to raise the vibration things that are going to connect them in so they don't feel so alone and they can see the, the higher frequency and the higher way of thinking because this source energy, your angels, guides, all of that, they know the life without the boundaries. Mm-hmm. It's just us here that's putting these on us. So if we can connect in with that more, you're linked in to see it and push through them boundaries quicker. Okay. I connect very much with the spiritual side. So what if somebody, I'm trying to think because when you say tarot card reader, 
a lot of people think, oh God, that's a crazy woo-woo stuff. <laughs> like that's some, is that the devil's work? <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know I, I hear a lot, I hear a lot of people say things like that. So what would you say to someone that says that? I think it's personal choice. I think if somebody's being brought up very strict religious, they are going to have a battle with what I do. Um, definitely. <laughs> I can't. I have come across that. I actually put on um, about doing a full moon ritual and I put it as an advert on Facebook. And I got so many comments about saying it was the devil's work and they just worship God. And then I was like, what? Not expecting it, you know, when you just. You just put something out and you think this is going to help people and you're like, oh, okay. Bit of an eye-opener. But it's everybody's opinion and I think there's different versions of God. I think when I started this journey, I would have said I wasn't really a believer in God and I couldn't be more so now. I maybe don't call it God. Mm -hmm. I call it the source energy. But... I'm more so of a believer and I talk to my angels every day. I call them in every morning. I, you know, I believe in so much more now that I've went down this path than what I did when I was living my normal yeah. life. And I probably would have said I didn't really believe in God then. Now there's a big difference between religion and spiritual the spirituality yeah. and I'm not going to get into it because I don't <laughs> want to offend anybody, but I just no. want to, I want to say that to everybody who is listening, big difference between religion, being religious and having this spirituality, you know? Yeah. Um, so like for me, I definitely say I'm more spiritual than uh, religious. So I'm glad that you explained that. So yeah. let's, so without going in there and really offending a lot of people, let's, because <laughs> I'm like, the moon? Really? That was offensive? I thought that I saw that post and I was like, yeah. oh my God, I want to do that. I mean, I thought that that was just such a great idea. And I was I think kinda... it was the word ritual that maybe oh, sent people, yes. people down a wicker path. And, yeah, yeah. Okay. We're a bunch of wicks. Yeah. They're going to do a dance for the moon. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm sorry about that. I was in, I was interested in it because I saw that post and I was like, oh, that's such a great idea. Full moon coming in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyways. It's just fab for your mindset if you're really basic, but just a good way of shifting a belief. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. um, so let's talk a little bit about the law of attraction. And I know that for those who remember, uh, it was a couple of years ago, and I can't now the name. I can't even remember what it was. If if you remember, Rachel, what it was that there was this book that came on the secret. The secret, yes, the secret yeah. it was even on Oprah. Everyone it was talking. My life. <laughs> yeah, it was, and there's even a video on it. If you you're interested in it, it's also on Netflix, which I watched. I also read the book, and they talk about the law of attraction. Yeah, explain what that is. So, yeah, I found it a couple of years ago. I kept, everywhere I went, people were talking about the secret. And I was like, okay. And I heard it once, I heard it twice, heard it three times. I was like, I'm going to have to watch this. So I did. I watched it on Netflix. And it just, it blew my mind, if I'm honest. I went from 24 hours thinking 
at the time I think I was in for a job at work and I was trying desperately to get this job thinking this is going to be the best I can get at this company and that's going to keep me happy for god 10 years or something um and I watched The Secret and I was like all of a sudden what am I doing like there's so much bigger out there why am I focusing and it just shifted and I went I don't even have to work at this company why why am I suddenly pinning myself down to this and if you watch The Secret it doesn't give you a lot of it gives you all the amazing stories of what everybody's achieved and it makes out that they I think they say they're like three percent of the population or something like that and it genuinely is three percent of the population kind of think this way and that's what the mindset shifts all about so the law of attraction is all about the thoughts and the energy that you put out is what you're bringing into your life so if you're constantly worried about something happening or you you're thinking all the time I don't want this to happen I don't want this to happen I don't want this to happen genuinely what normally happens is it does happen mm-hmm. because what you're saying to the universe even though you're saying don't the universe doesn't know the difference between negative and positive mm-hmm. so you you're just putting that thought out there repeatedly so the fact that you're repeatedly thinking the same thing is saying to them bring me this thing into my life yeah and it's very much about creating and manifesting your life which we do the law of attraction doesn't switch off it's on constant so somebody could think i don't use the law of attraction you've been using it all your life but you just haven't used it to your advantage right that's the difference Okay. And I was going to ask you why would someone want to use it, but my God, yeah, manifest your life. (laughs) That's pretty much why, right? We all live in this way of thinking that life just happens to us. We have no control of it. All these things that happen, it's just bad luck or it's just the way it is. It's just what I should expect from life. Like I was thinking, you know, life had a cap. Life just wasn't amazing. It was just okay. You know, that was what I was putting out to the world and the universe. And that's what I was getting back until I said, no, that's not, that's not right. You know, Mm -hmm. I can get more. And then I started to consciously manifest. And that's the difference. We're manifesting all the time, but often what we don't want Mm -hmm. without thinking about it. Yeah, it's very true. I want to give an example of what you said. So just recently, I was speaking to somebody about weight loss and being healthy. And they said that they were just frustrated because they tried so many times and nothing worked. And then they said, maybe I'm just not meant to lose weight. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, wow. (laughs) Like, really? You really, you just put that out there. You're just not meant you're not that, you are not meant to lose weight. Yeah. Where and does that even come from? Exactly. And I thought, I thought to myself, well, no, you're not because you have that type of yeah. thinking. It's not going to happen. You're absolutely right. It's not going to happen because you're thinking like that. So I wanted to give that example. And that's something that I, I listen to a lot with, 
women who do want to lose weight and be healthy is that mindset of that it's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. And it's like, you deserve for it to happen. You know, you don't you think you deserve this? <laughs> you know, <laughs> but I wanted to just, you know, give a little bit of the, the example of that because um, I hear that a lot. And, you know, I want to say something about the law of attraction because I totally believe in it and I didn't before. I'm very scientific driven. I, you know, I went to school for science and yeah. somebody explained to me about just how energy, well, I know how energy works. You know, I took physics, right? Mm -hmm. But when you think about just what we are made out of, the atoms, the molecules, all of that, don't you think that that's energy, our yeah. heart? We have electrical stimulus going on right now in our body as we speak with our heart yeah. pumping. And the way they explained it to me and how, you know, to me, in my mind, as soon as they start explaining what we're made out of atoms and how energy works, attraction, because that's what yeah. it is. You're attracting that. Yeah. And you think about atoms, you know, positive, negative, neutrons, electrons. I'm, I'm getting geeky right now. But all of that. Right. And then, but all of that, if you say it like that, and I, when they said it like that, I was like, oh my God, they're right. And yeah. that's when I started believing that you do have that power in your mind. I mean, the mind yeah. is powerful. The mind as well, the power it has on your body. So when your clients are talking, I love doing this test on people, but when your clients are talking and saying, I can't do this, I can't do that that's actually dragging down the energy of their body and every cell in there is believing what they're saying. Whereas if they were saying, I can do this, I can do this, then the cells would be different and it would be showing that proof. But if you say you put your arm out for somebody and they try and push down on it really hard and when you're doing it, they can't actually push you down that far. And then if you get that person to say, I am weak five times and then get them to push their arm down again, they can do it. Mm. And I've done that to grown men. And they're like, what have you just done to me? Have you just <laughs> put a spell on me? And I'm like, no, it's the power of your mind. You're telling yourself that you're weak and it literally reflects in your body. And it's, it's like when we imagine eating a lemon as soon as you visualize a lemon in your mouth, it starts to, you, you get all the okay, saliva. Rachel, yes. It's <laughs> yeah. And that's just from, you know, imagining that you've got something in your mouth, but your body reacts. So everything you're thinking, your body and all that energy is putting that out there. Yes. Yeah. It's powerful. Yes. And someone has used that practice on me and I was just like, what? You know, they, they had me thinking a negative thought. I had my arms out and they literally pushed it down like it was nothing. And I'm like, what? How did that happen? But if I think about when you say how it manifests into a physical, I think about people with anxiety. Yeah. When they like when I think of something negative, I start getting a stomach ache. I start really getting feeling sick. It does, yeah. man. I mean, your bot, your brain is making is making that happen. How do you not yeah. believe in the power of your brain? Now, if we can only make it do good stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. We need to switch it up. Definitely. We do a lot of negative stuff, 
but we don't <laughs> do the positive. Um, I think we could truly heal ourselves. If we yeah. can make ourselves sick, don't you think we can make ourselves, you know, heal ourselves? Completely. I watched a program on Netflix actually called Heal. And that was all about the power of the mind and people healing themselves. And that was amazing. You know, people have actually healed themselves yeah. from so many things. Yeah, it's yeah. it's powerful. So yeah. I was going to ask you about how this helped with your own journey, but I think you kind of explained how it helped. <laughs> but I wanted to say that one of the reasons why I brought you here is I listened to your podcast and yeah. you had this episode. And I want to explain that I love self-help things. I love presentations about that. But what happens a lot of times is that they just talk about it. And then I'm like, okay, how do I do it? <laughs> like, how do I implement this into my own life? Where's my tools to put in my toolbox, my life toolbox? And yeah. when I listened to one an episode of yours where you were talking about uh, – you know, uh, manifesting the law of attraction and how this, you actually went through the steps on how to do it. Rachel, you blew my freaking mind. Like I'm listening to it in the car with my daughter. And I think I told you the story. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, my gosh, she's given the steps. She's given the steps that I can actually take and use for myself. So it, I mean, I'm not going to have you go through all of it, but just give someone a brief like, how do you begin? So if someone's listening to this, first of all, they're thinking, what the hell is this law of attraction? Well, you know now what it is. Yeah. And now it's like, how can you implement it now? So if we can yeah. just give brief steps on that. Yeah. So the main steps, and these are the ones from Esther Hicks, is ask, believe, receive. But for me, you've got to do a bit of an extra step at the beginning. You've got to do a bit of reflection on yourself and this is where the mindset comes in and with the reflection it's just putting that mirror up and saying what's going on at the minute in your life and what do you not like and why do you not like it and often if we've if we're in a situation we're not happy with we've got to take some responsibility in what's going on there so is it a case of we're accepting a situation again and again or what you know, what is happening there? So for me, I was, I was married. I wasn't very happy. I felt quite lonely. And my husband, he wasn't horrible or anything, but we had like a toxic energy pattern going on. Um, he would dump a lot on me and I would just be exhausted and drained a lot of the time. And when I looked at it and he, when we spoke, he was always, oh, I'll change, I'll do this, I'll do that. And I'd go, yeah, okay, and we'd try again. And I kept accepting this pattern of behaviour. And by me accepting that, it was me actually choosing it. So I was saying, yeah, that's okay, I'm going to accept this as my life. This is my choice. So the end of the universe kept bringing me that. Mm -hmm. Whereas once I realised that I needed to change something, I put that mirror up and I was like, right, I've got to take part in this. It's not him doing it to me. It's me letting him do it to me. I have the control here, whereas I just felt I was out of control. I couldn't leave. I couldn't do anything. I claimed that power back. 
and I looked at the situation and yes he was saying he could leave but then I got to the point where I was like you don't have to change for me you know you be you I be me if we're not right then we do different and that was my choice at that point I really put that mirror up and was like I'm going to concentrate on me and I did that and I manifested I've ended up manifesting a completely different life to what I imagined my life would turn out to be, but so much, so much better. So I think you've got to put that mirror up and say, what are you actually choosing? What's going on? Like, what are you accepting? Because if you're accepting something you're not happy with, that's a choice. So sort that out and see how you can change it. And then once you do that, you can kind of see that there's better for you. So that's when you know what to ask for. Mm-hmm. So when you ask in the universe, you can be clear on what you actually want then. Mm-hmm. Um, and you put that out there. You write it in a letter. You write it in a journal. You have a vision board. Whatever way you want to ask for it, you put that out there. You visualize it every day. You know, whatever works for you. And then you've got to believe, and this is where the mindset work comes in, so when you ask for something, say you ask for, you want to manifest £10,000. If £10,000 is unreachable for you, then you're never going to manifest it because you don't believe you could get it. So you've got to work on your belief on the thing that you're asking for. And the belief section really brings up any limiting beliefs that you're holding on to. And then receiving is all about allowing the universe to bring it to you. So often we get in our own way being quite controlling and everything has to happen in a certain way and everything has to be this way or I'm not going to be happy with it. And actually the universe has 10,000 ways better to bring the thing to you than you could ever imagine. Mm -hmm. So if you just trust and release it, it'll come tenfold even more. Yeah. And one one example of that is I used to imagine, I used to visualise, oh, I want my relationship to be like this. I want my husband to do this. I want him to be better at this. And the universe was listening in the background. And once I'd made that decision that my happiness come first and I left that situation, they brought me someone completely different but absolutely everything that I'd asked for on that list and I think you've got to be open so if when I was manifesting that I was so adamant it was my husband my husband you know would would bring this to me and actually my life has turned around where I'm now getting divorced I'm with a partner who I absolutely love and he's completely different to what I ever imagined Mm -hmm. so yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you've got to be more open to life taking you in a different direction. And that requires a mind shift. <laughs> because because it I think does. Yeah, I think that is probably one of the hardest. You you said you said so many things. First of all, you said the part where this is you are you, I am me, and it's accepting that because when you you said something about allowing accepting that behavior when you say, or, you know, when they say, I'm going to change. And I hear that a lot. And I did it myself. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to change. I'm going to change. And you sit in there, you're allowing, you're accepting that that's going to be your life. 
Um, but I think the part where you say, this is me, this, you are you, and this is me, it's kind of like saying, this is not happening to me. You, this is who this person is. This is who they are. And yeah. I am who I am. And I need, you know, I just, I don't want to, do we say, do we deserve more? Do we say that? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we deserve more. Yeah. You deserve more. You know, I think that's the thing. You don't, we all live for these other people and we're missing a massive trick. You can't actually change anyone. You can't change the behavior. You can't change the things they do. You can't control anything they do to you. And yet we live all the time thinking, I'm doing this for my husband, I'm doing this for my kids, I'm doing, you know, like we pour our energy out constantly and you've got to claim it back. And that's what the, your time now is like the, the headline of it. You know, it, it's about you and we just don't realise it enough because the best way to bring someone else on so if you're struggling with someone, you're struggling with your kids or you're struggling with your husband or whatever it is, the best way to bring them on is show how good you're doing. So if you're being this absolute shining light example, high vibration, good energy, attracting good stuff to you, they're either going to notice and want that or they're going to drift away. And that's the option they've got. But oh you God. can't push that light under them you've got to just shine that light yourself i don't even know what to say that is that's huge that, what you just said was huge when you do lift yourself up because i'm just thinking of my own situation or my own experiences when you do lift yourself up to this higher vibration and when you say that i mean i know what you mean by that when you say that you're just being like the best version of yourself right and then if you do that, you notice, and I will say that I've noticed people that do walk away from that. And instead yeah. of trying to get them back, like why, you know, get trying to get them back to come back to you, I've learned to let it go because yeah. it's just not meant to be in my space because I'm not, to, to bring them back would be bringing myself lower in a lower vibration to where they are. Um, and I don't mean that in like in a condescending way. I mean like that they're just living in their own space yeah. and I need to rise up where I, I feel the best version of myself. Yeah. Um, and I notice when you do that, positive things happen. People, people that you look at you, I'm meeting you, you know, and <laughs> yeah. I'm meeting all these amazing women, uh, men and women that are coming into my life as, you know, as, as you rise up and you're on this, this like amazing light shine. Like am I thinking visually, I'm thinking life, sh life is yeah. shining all over me. And, and if people can just vision that when you are in your best light, all these amazing things do come to you. That's yeah. the power of attraction, right? Yeah. And that's why people are scared of this change because they often think about what they're letting go of or people won't like them. But what they attract is so much better. So, yeah, you might have a friend drift away or something, but you never feel that loss because you just it doesn't feel right, it doesn't fit right anymore. And you've got this whole new 
group of friends that are pulling you up. You know, they always say, don't they, you'd like the sum of five, the five closest people to you. And it's so true. And the higher you get, the the better your circle is. And the more they actually pull you up rather than try and pull you down. Yeah, you actually just gave me a little, I got goosebumps when you said that, because yeah. that is very true. And I've often said, what happened to her? Why, how come we're not friends anymore? <laughs> you know, or how come that relationship didn't work? What, what I'm, I'm on the, I'm, I'm working on me. What's going on. And I, it took a while, Rachel, for me to just let it go. Let, yeah. let him, let him go there. Don't do, you know, you don't need to beg anyone to come into your life or be into your, in your life. And there's a reason for it. And you're, I think you're saying exactly what the reason is. You're just, you know, they are, they, they, they are doing their path yeah. and you are on your path to, to, to move up, to shine, to do your, do you. Yeah. And as humans, we're always wanting to grow. We just stifle it so much because it's, we're told that you get to this point and that's, that's your life. This is what you've achieved. This is how you get to. And it's like, we always want to keep growing naturally. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people, not as much as others. And we, we just naturally vibrate on different frequencies. But that doesn't mean that you need to keep for someone else. Right. And you also mentioned receiving. So it's not just like believing it, it's receiving. It's actually believing that you're worthy of it, right? Yeah. That's like the huge, that's such a huge part. And people, when you say it to people, they're like, what are you talking about? I don't deserve this. But do you think you deserve to be happy? Do you think you're worth, are you worthy of it? Are you worthy of an amazing life? Are you worthy of happiness? Are you worthy of having an amazing partner? Uh, an amazing job because I, uh, I say it again, like just how I mentioned to you, how that person said to me, maybe I'm just not meant to lose the weight. That yeah. means to me, you're not worthy. You're not worthy of losing the weight. You're not worthy of being in the be- best shape of yeah. your life. I mean, that's, that's a big part of it. It's not just the believing it's that is is receiving it because if you don't think you're worthy, you're not going to receive all these amazing things that are in front of your face, right? Yeah, and that's that's the issue of they don't think it can come to them. They don't think that can, yeah, that can happen. And often with a lot of things people want to manifest, they don't actually think it can appear. You know, they don't trust that energy mm-hmm. of the universe to bring it to them. They think everything... And we get told this all the time, everything you get, you've got to work hard for. You know, you've got to have that high-powered job to make any kind of money. You've got to give your time for money. That's how we work. That's how we're, like, made up, isn't it? Conditioned to think. And if you don't trust in something bigger, so allowing is about really understanding the universe, following the signs, you know, it was like me, I seen, heard about the secret once, I heard about it twice. I actually took it up, but I wonder how much the universe would have pushed it if I wasn't listening, mm-hmm. because that's the thing. Like, we get these signs and little synchronicities all the time, and that's about the allowing the allowing side, the way of following them. Right. Um, 
but we don't often take them up and we don't often listen to them. Yes. So what do you say to somebody who is thinking, okay, this is great. I'm going to try it. And then they're doing it and they're, you know, they're manifesting, they're saying it out to the universe and then negative, a negative thing happens. Do you know what? There's a little tricky bit in all of this that people seem to not tell you about with law of attraction because they maybe think it doesn't sound as sexy, but we have this thing called the ego. So our ego tries to keep us in the comfort zone. And your comfort zone, if you're in an abusive relationship, your comfort zone is actually being in that abuse. So if you're in a normal relationship that isn't just very happy, then that's your comfort zone. It depends on where you are at the minute. It's where you spent the most time. And what your ego does, it always tries to protect you. So it will bring up things that if you're starting to shine your light, you're starting to raise your vibration, you're starting to step up to that next level. The ego go into panic mode. It's like, whoa, where's she going? What's she doing? Why is she stepping out of this comfort zone? I'd, I don't know what, where she is. I don't know how to protect her in that. I don't know what to do. So your ego tries to bring you back down. And that is when you, it's like you'll be having this really good flow of things happening and then all of a sudden you'll get a puncture at the side of the, you know, the road or, mm. you know, your washing machine blows up. Something random happens that tries to knock you off this path of high vibration. And what it is, is it's that ego kicking up a fuss to like pull you back. Just like all them friends try and do to you, you know, it might be a friend being like, why are you doing this? Why, you know, you've been, you've just been off with me. You've been funny. It could be that situation. It, it, it's different for how it plays out. But once you realise it's your ego, you can be like, yes, I am levelling up here now. Mm-hmm. And I see it as a bit of a, you know, like a video game with levels. Mm-hmm. You get to the end of the level, you've got something you've got to battle. Once you've battled it, you're at that next step up, level up. It's even better. Yeah. It's it's like that. So yes. you've got the... And the thing is, there's always going to be bad stuff happen. You know, life is about learning. Mm-hmm. It's not about getting on this, you know, merry-go-round where we all go and it's all happy and nice and everything's just like a fairy tale. It can be like a fairy tale, but you've still got to battle that dragon every now and again. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't battle the dragon, you're not going to know the good stuff when it comes. It's just taking it. But if you have a good mindset and you get that right, you know that whatever comes at you, you can face. And you'll have a completely different way of looking at it to what you would if you weren't on this journey. You know, if, if it happened to you, you'd just be like, oh, no, life happens to me. It's so, you know, why does this happen? Why are you always to me? Whereas if you've got that mindset right, you'd be like, right, how do I fix this? How do I solve it? Let's do this, move on. You know, and it's... Yeah, that is... I'm so glad you said that um, because in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, God, people are going to say, well, wait, wait a minute, what do you mean my ego? But I like the fact that you brought in 
first of all, the ego is is a reality, people. Okay, <laughs> you know, in yeah. uh, psych psych one hundred and one, <laughs> that's yeah. uh, we talk about that a lot, and it does it does confine you into your situations and believing you that you because it is a comfort comfort being yeah. in a comfort with relationships. Um, but I like the fact that you brought in the idea of when something bad does happen to you, it is a learning opportunity to help rise you up, uh, yeah. you know, and, and have that mind shift. And I got to say, just for myself, it took a long time when something bad happened to not always say, why does this always happen to me? I knew I knew this was going to happen to me. I knew it. And I and it it would take weeks for me to get over it. And I, and I post a lot about this on my Instagram that I, in my stories, I say, I'm going to give myself one hour to cry about it. Cause I want to cry about it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I need to figure out, okay, what's next. Yeah. Or, or, you know what? Okay. It happened. What can I learn from it? And it, it took a long time, a long time to get to that point to do that. And I got to say some days, yeah, it took, it's some days for the, you know, based on the things that has happened to me, it may take a day, (laughs) but, but my mind is constantly thinking, okay, what can you learn from this? And how can we move on? How can we, you know, uh, go through this and and move on? But I'm so, so glad that you, you mentioned that because a lot of people do say, all right, you know, what happens if the bad things happen to me? So with that being said, let's, can I, can we just do an example? If somebody, so people can actually understand this fully. So if I am thinking to myself, um, I, I want to have a better job. Let's say I'm in a terrible job. I'm not talking about myself. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, maybe I am. Um, so I'm in this terrible job <laughs> that I hate so much and I feel stuck. I yeah. feel so st- Okay, no, you know what? Let's not do the job. Let's not do the job. Let's do relationship. I'm in a relationship that is so bad. It's so toxic, but I feel like I can't leave. I have a kid. I, I, I'm married or whatever. How would I start? What would what were the what are the words that I would start saying to manifest this law of attraction? This going to the universe. I think in that situation, obviously, it, they are difficult, but you've got to start somewhere. So you've got to start with that shift in thinking: What do I have control in here? And often, if it's a really toxic relationship, you'll feel like that control's gone. But if you're at that point where you're thinking, I need to leave, then there's a shift made already. There's something changing in you. There's something stirring up in you that is making you think, this isn't right. I deserve more. And it's following that path. So you might not be in a position to leave today, you know, pack your bags and go. But there might be things that you can start to put in place, mindset shifts you can start to do, thinking about what a good outcome would be, you know, and really focusing on that. So if it's 
that you want you know you want to be safe you and your child want to be safe and you start visualizing that you start you know even just a couple of minutes in the shower every morning visualizing that to yourself doing I am affirmations building yourself up building that energy up in you you've got to start making that shift and making that change and it can only come from you that person has that power because you you are giving them it ultimately and that is really hard to hear and uh, you know I'm not denying that I did I give my power out literally all my life you know to family to my husband to friends I used to give 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 and you've got to get to the point where you say no this is for me now and you have to make that shift and it can be small things to start off if you don't feel brave enough to take a big step but I think if you're in that position where you're starting to see that things are wrong you're starting to think you deserve more you're starting to want an out Mm -hmm. then you need to start believing that it can happen for you and visualizing what you want to happen and you know make it make a start on it definitely yeah okay I I like that you said that and Oh, you said something, I affirmations. Can you just give an example of what an I affirmation would be? Yes. So I am powerful. I am strong. I am is so powerful because it brings you into the present moment and it says that this is what you are. So when you think of your mind, if you think of you've got two buckets in there of water, one's negative water, one's positive water. If you're constantly pouring negative into the negative side, it's going to overflow into your positive and eventually you're going to have all these negative thoughts. With affirmations, what you're doing is you're pouring more positive water in, which is going to flow into your negative side and, you know, it's going to spill over and you're going to be filled with all these positive thoughts And that's what affirmations do. They build you up. So where you're saying, I am, you are powerfully saying to yourself, I am this positive thing. Now, you might not believe it at the time, but it's that self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm -hmm. It will start to build up and build up. And the more you do it, the more powerful it gets. So if you needed some strength in that relationship, I am powerful, repeating that to yourself. You could do it silently if you're not safe enough to do it, you know, out loud, but do do it for like five minutes a day. That will start to shift your mindset to think, actually, I am powerful. I have got this. I've, you know, I've got this belief. They're really, really powerful to use. Yes. And if you say, I will, (laughs) you're saying that it's the future. You will be. It's not like you are now. Um, At some but, point, I might right. <laughs> yeah, right. And I think that as soon as you started saying that, and I remember even doing it in my own life, when I say I am, look, I mean, you could see my shoulders yeah. go back. I, yeah. I sit right up. I am powerful. I am, you know, I, I, you know, whatever I, I want yeah. to happen. I notice my posture actually shifts where I'm sitting up straight or standing up straight. 
um, that is a very powerful affirmation. And it does keep you in that present moment that you are powerful right now. Yeah. And another thing I use and I have done religiously is gratitude journaling. So write down five things every day that you're grateful for. And everyone will have these. Now, if you're in that toxic relationship, look at the things where you're not interacting with that person. So you'll have had a cuddle from your kid. You know, you might have a dog. You might have. You might get to walk in the fresh air. You might be going to work and getting a break from that relationship. Whatever that is, they are all positive things. And focusing on them actually raises your vibration and brings you back into the present as well so that what you're saying then and by physically writing them down you're putting out to the universe all these good things and you're attracting more so gratitude journaling is that completely changed my life that one i'm still working on that one rachel <laughs> I'm I'm still working on that one. I know that it's it's gratitude and it's like seeing uh what you it, so when you say gratitude am I and correct me if I'm wrong I'm saying I'm being thankful or I'm I'm grateful for my house. I'm grateful yeah. that I have this house I live in and I'm not homeless. I'm grateful. So, so when you think about that you think Right, just imagine that house. What's that bringing to you? So that house is bringing that safety to you and your daughter. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you're not, you're not homeless. This is your little sanctuary. This is where you get to record your podcasts. Mm-hmm. This is where, you know, how much does this house actually bring to you? When you tap into it, and it's not just a house, it's, it's a home. It's where you get to sit and watch movies with your daughter. It's where she gets to sleep safe. You know, like all them things, if you just shift your mindset on it, you suddenly have all this really good feeling going on in your body. And that's what it's about. It's about tapping into that good feeling and not taking things for granted that we possibly would have. And it, you only have to do it for five minutes. You know, like sit down. I do it on my instagram every night i've done it for this is how my instagram started really i started two years ago i decided i was doing my gratitude and i was putting it out to the universe and that was my statement and literally back then i was i put a list on there that i wanted to manifest and my life changed literally between starting that and three months my mindset had changed i'd left my husband i'd you know, like stuff just started to spiral. And I'm not saying you start gratitude and leave your husband. Don't like people. <laughs> <laughs> that was obviously on my cards. <laughs> but, you know, it is powerful when you step into it. And I put it, still religiously do it. And I've got people following me doing it every night. And it's so good seeing their posts because it, we take... We just think our oh, gratitude is one of them things. Yeah, we do it. But actually, if you tap into that energy, you're getting really present. And what you're saying is, I've got everything now. Like, I've got all this good stuff. And what you're saying to the universe is, bring me more. Bring me more and bring me better. Yeah. So, 
I think people worry that if they're grateful for what they have, they're not going to get more. It's the opposite. Yeah. You get tenfold. You actually did a mind. I just did a mind shift when you started talking about my house and my daughter and my, I was feeling all these amazing, good feelings inside just thinking about that. And it is bigger than just a house. It's, you know, you think of the things that, that are in that house. Um, So you're, so I'm taking a couple of steps back because this mm-hmm. is just amazing, but you're a mindset coach. So you would actually see people because we're having kind of like a therapy session here. And, <laughs> and I feel like I've been like, you, you just brought so much, so much goodness right now into my thinking. Oh, I think, you. and that's what you do, right? I mean, that's <laughs> what you're, you're coaching, you're coaching yeah. people. So they come to you. And this is the kind of the work that you would do with them? Yeah. So I have, I do coaching one-on-one and I do programs. And it is all about looking at what does that person want to achieve? What's that goal? What's that dream? What's the manifestation really? And what's getting in the way? So what are them underlying beliefs that they might not even be aware of? And sometimes these are subconscious beliefs that are hidden right in the back that you just, you know, little things your mom maybe used to say or that type of thing that just niggles away and just stops you becoming that, that person, that shining, that light, that higher self. And coaching is all about, we'll have these conversations and the, you know, the come out, the, the fears, the worries, the doubts, they all come out and it's about overcoming them. But mindset and coaching, it's a funny one because people think, why would I buy a coach? I'll just buy a book or I'll just, you know, I'll just do this. But how many self-help books have we bought and maybe not read? Or you might have bought a self-help program and logged into it once or that type of thing. A coach is like accountability. You sat with them, you saying to them all your fears and they're like bringing that up for you, change, you know, helping you think of it a different way. And your mindset creates your whole life. You know, when we, we always used to bang about on positive mental attitude, you know, that does create your whole outlook on life and what you attract into it. So why would you pay for a personal trainer when you will not pay someone to help you get rid of all your shit that you're carrying about? Mm-hmm. You know, we, we do it all the time. We think, oh, you know, I'm going to buy myself this nice, I'll buy myself this nice car. I'll buy myself this nice thing. but mentally we've got all this baggage going on and we realize you know we're we're just stalling ourselves mm-hmm. crazy yeah I yes my god you you said so many amazing things okay so <laughs> I'm writing them down the accountability you, right how many times do people say I've I've tried to lose weight on my own and then yeah. you hire a trainer or you hire a nutrition coach that's exactly what they're doing and as far as the or helping it's the act the accountability um and i also feel like rachel that it's also bringing in somebody who has a different point of view ha- who has a different mindset because like you said 
you're in this, you're in your own little world in your head and you're reading. And this is my problem with self-help books, especially when people who just focus on that, you're reading all this stuff and it's all you see in your little globe in your brain. You need, sometimes you need somebody that's on the outside that's going to tap in and say, Hey, have you thought about this? Have you looked at that? Hey, have you, have you, you know, seen this path? It's, you, you need to see that there's the possibility that there's something bigger. Yeah. Right. Definitely. And I think the big thing that I focus on as well is confidence, you know, giving that person that belief that they can do it. And that's where I get them to connect in with the spiritual side so that when I'm not there, they can go and ask for a sign and they'll get it. You know, there's, there's ways that you can think, right, am I on the right track? I'll ask for that sign. And then you get that number, 222 or 111, mm-hmm. you know, just something like that that's like, yeah, yeah, totally got this. Yes. And I think when you read in a self-help book, you go in from the point of view that you're in at the minute. So you might be reading Gabby Bernstein's book or something and she is amazing. Mm -hmm. But if you're not in that mindset and you're not thinking this could happen to you, you could read that book 10 times. But if you don't believe it's going to happen to you, it's not going to happen to you. So you need that added. You need to understand what them things are that are holding you back and overcome them, fight through them, push. You because we all think, oh, there's just them special people. You know, they're just they're just something different about them. They've just got an easy life. Mm-hmm. Well, she didn't have an easy life. She was a, addicted to drugs. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. But she's fought through that. And it's like everybody, they'll have their story and they'll have fought through. So this is just yours. And whatever your story is, you can fight through and then tell it from another angle. The belief portion of it is probably the hardest for people. And and would you agree that that's just going to take time? And even in your, and it's not an end goal, Rachel, right? I mean, if, yeah. if you think about belief, it's, it's like, that's part of the journey that you have to embrace it because you're going to be in different points of this belief and it's actually only going to build you up. Would you yeah. agree to that? Yeah, definitely. And some beliefs take time to shift. Some are different, you know, like when we were talking about the gratitude, you had an instant aha, right? Mm -hmm. That's different. Um, I had a strong belief growing up that other people were better than me. And I went to see um, a practitioner in emotional freedom technique, tapping. And from that session, that belief just shifted. So it depends on what it is, how deep-rooted it is, what technique you use, on how quickly you can shift it. But the good thing about beliefs is kind of you shift one and it's like, oh, something else. You know, we're always growing, we're always learning about ourselves. Right, right. But there's definitely, I would say, if anybody's wondering about how to start shifting beliefs, just start looking into it, start developing something because you need to, that's the way to move forward for me. Right. So I could talk to you forever about this. <laughs> um, I love this stuff because I think that it's just, it's very positive. 
And it's about manifesting your life into this positive, you know, having this positive outlook, being the best version of yourself. I'm all about working on yourselves to be that best version, that there's just so much more that you can be. And you're, you're right. There are these limiting things. And I, and we spoke a little bit before we recorded and, you know, a lot of limiting beliefs that come from our childhood that we've been told as kids that we need this, we need someone to give us this happiness when it's ultimately us that brings this happiness. But I want to ask, as far as you you being a, a mindset coach, could people come to you? Like, do they need to be in England? No, no, I do everything online. So I do everything via Zoom and have, you know, have sessions that way. Obviously, okay. with COVID, um, everything's online. Yeah, so, so it works, right? Yeah, no, and that was the aim. I wanted an, an international business. Um do you know what? I'm loving meeting so many people from all around the world. It's amazing. It is. So, no, you don't have to fear that. You don't have to come over to England. Okay. Book <laughs> an appointment or get in touch and we'll see what we can do. Okay. Yeah. And I always ask this one question before you know we end the episode. And I'm going to ask you through this journey, because I know you had this journey to get to where you are right now. Um, what is one thing you would tell a woman that you wish was told to you just in general? What are some maybe golden nuggets, as I like to say, that you can give some of these women that may not know about life or their journey, or maybe they're in a bad place that you wish someone has told you? Yeah. The biggest thing I think is don't play small. I was told or you, you too this, you too that. I'm not too anything. Like, stop playing small, people, mm-hmm. <laughs> genuinely. Um, whatever you are scared of, whatever you're holding yourself back on, do it. If you've got that shining light inside you or that niggling feeling that you deserve more or there's something better for you, then there is. That's your gut, that's your instincts, that's your angels, everybody telling you believe it just stop playing small because we're here for you know this life is is yours it's not anybody else's you're not living for anybody else just get out there and do it you won't regret it if you make that change yeah and what would be the like I always ask people what what what's the worst that could happen (laughs) what's the worst that can happen that you start thinking that way I mean really that is amazing, Rachel. I'm so glad that you came on here. I, I could talk to you forever. You have such amazing energy, just talking to you and feeling to be in your presence, even though we're in Zoom. And yeah. I can feel this amazing energy from you. And so before I say anything else, where can people find you? So I'm on Instagram um, at your time now underscore. Mm-hmm. And I have a Facebook group if anybody wants to join that. So that's your time now. Choose to be happy. Um, I'm hoping to have a website soon, but I've only really started. So I've been coaching for years, but personally, I only really started the beginning of this year. So I'm just getting everything up and running, but I'm loving my Instagram. There's a great community on there. So come and join that. 
Yeah, I love it too. Message me. Yes. Yeah. And um, don't you have a podcast? Oh, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, so my podcast is Your Time Now. And I do a mixture of one week I'll come on and like you listen to my law of attraction, I'll do like hints and tips of what you can do or tell you about the subject. And then the other weeks I interview women who have done what we all want to do. So they've made that shift, they've pushed through some boundaries and they're just normal people. And that's what I want to show people that all these women have done these amazing things, but they're just normal and they've just, you know, took on a bit of a challenge. Yeah. And I love your podcast. I, that's what got me in. I, I just can't say enough about you, Rachel. I like the fact that it's just, you break it down so well. (laughs) You you don't, you just don't. And I, and I'm not just saying this, I hear a lot and it's a lot of stuff, fluff, Mm -hmm. but you talk about the fluff, but then you're like, okay, here's how you do it. And it's that breaking down that I can appreciate so much. And that is why I brought you on here because I just thought that, you know, you definitely have something to offer to a lot of women and to help them. And I would encourage anyone to listen. Plus you're not, you're nice. I love listening to your accent. (laughs) Um, So it's very soothing for me. Um, But yes, I would, highly suggest and and encourage people to take a look at your podcast um because you're you're dropping nuggets as i as i say it uh you're (laughs) dropping major gold and it's not just fluff you're telling it it, it, it's easy for someone to listen and take it and implement it into their life yeah that's what i I love i think i had years of studying the books you know joining everything and now I'm like, just want to break it down so people can get it. Because yeah. I wasted a hell of a lot of money and a hell of a lot of time. And it's what did I learn? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. So I'm so glad that you're here. I'm so happy that you came on here. And I, like I said, I can't appreciate, I can't thank you enough for being part of this. Um and I know this ain't the, I say this to everybody. I shouldn't say I say this to everybody, but I don't think this is going to be the last time that I speak to you. Um, so hopefully we can uh, do this again. But again, thank you for taking your time to be here. Um, it's like the crack of dawn here in America. <laughs> and, and your day has already almost done halfway. Um, but it was worth it. So Bob, thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for listening. And uh, until next time, bye.